Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Newbie Real Estate Investors in New Jersey uh, podcast. My name is Jonathan Boyle, and I'm here with... I'm Joey Chan, and today we're here with Sean Radiant Sun. He's a real estate investor, and he's also involved with wholesaling, fix and flips, buy and holds. He's also a real estate agent, and he's also a title rep as well. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. Hey, Sean. Welcome to the podcast. So tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, uh, Joey, Jonathan, thank you for having me here, first of all. Really appreciate it. I know you guys came a long way, and uh, you know, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to actually share my story. It means a lot to me. Um, and I actually went uh, really absent in sharing for a while because mm-hmm. I felt like it kept being repetitive to me, and I felt like I was showing off as I'm telling it, and I didn't want to feel that way. But I learned that um, people ask, and it really helps an individual hearing it, you know, because of what's possible in a short amount of time. So a little background of my past is a little over, I would say over a decade in retail management. So if you guys know Kicks USA, which is now called Snipes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I yeah. heard of Kicks USA. Yep, they started out Kicks USA and the owner sold it, I think, previous, uh, in the last year or two. So a European company bought it, Snipes. Um, I don't know how I know all that, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, after that, I kind of went through, um, you know, turning door, revolving doors at other companies. Uh, I managed Puma at King of Prussia, so it's one of the biggest malls on the East Coast. Um, And then after that, they shut down their location because retail in general was kind of like changing because of Amazon. You know, Mm -hmm. I guess um, you guys could understand that. And then I ended up at Timberland, thankfully, as it was closing, Timberland needed management at their Walnut location down in Center City. So 17th and Walnut was my last spot as a retail manager before I got fired. And I was only with them for like two years. And, um, you know, when they let me go, they let a lot of us go. And I get it. Um, Wasn't really making money. Their lease was kind of running low. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it only made sense to bring in a cheaper team. You know, yeah. um, thankfully, uh, in 2017, uh, July 3rd, prior to that, I'm going to be honest, the real reason why I got into real estate was because my girlfriend at the time gave me a 10 year time frame. It was like year seven, <laughs> literally like year seven. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, because I'm I can't. I'm getting the same results, paycheck to paycheck, you know? So I was like, that. as I'm uh, getting more money, more in a salary, why is it that I, I'm still living paycheck to paycheck? Yeah, you know, it didn't exactly. make sense. So I, was, I kept doing the same thing, and I was like, it's time for a change. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I realized that sometime around uh, April, March, I started to look for something. And I started to come across a lot of YouTube motivation videos of, you know, just knowing that you, you're better find your value, what is it, you know, so Mm -hmm. just for me, uh, being open-minded to ask, you know, what's my purpose in life, led me down kind of like, you know, a big question of what am I doing, because it's not working, and I hate my life, you know, (laughs) retail management, um, never enjoying weekends or nothing like that, holidays, um, waking up early, and 
I couldn't give my kids enough, and I have two boys. One just turned seven. Another nice. in December's turning fourteen. So you know, I started early. Wow. And uh, at the age of twenty, having my first. But um, I I sat to myself when I woke up and I said, "What can I pass down to them? A a discount? <laughs> what can I really give them? A discount on Timberlands? Like that's not cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. What can I teach them? Like hey, yeah, go get. And it, it was like an embarrassing moment to realize that as well. But you know what? It was uh, good for me to sit with myself and, and, and realize that, you know, because mm-hmm. well, what can I really teach them? How to tie up a boot and get somebody's size? Mm-hmm. And it was embarrassing for me because I always felt like I just, more, I have more value more to idea. myself to, to give, you know? And I was like, I'm just, what is it? Where's my value? So thankfully, I came across one of my uh, mentors, good friend, Post. Hong Houdini Thai, mm-hmm. and his message kept attacking me, you know, like, you're mm-hmm. better than this, like, it was a broad message, escape your nine to five, learn how to invest, and uh, it was, like, attacking me personally, because yeah. I was like, I am better, I, I am worth more, I-, I do need a change, I do need to take it, I need to find something, and because his message stood out, I started to YouTube his message, mm-hmm. you know, what was it that he was saying, invest in real estate, what is that? I remember messaging him. I was like, yo, what's capital R, capital E mean? He was like, real estate. I was like, you know what I mean? I was like, I know nothing. So, um, you know what? After YouTubing him, uh, his message, right, of real estate investing, I learned that they're all saying the same thing. Invest in real estate. Learn how to start up wholesaling or whatever the case may be. But it wasn't the message of doing real estate it was their message of just doing something mm-hmm. whatever the case may be and i was like you know what this was the first thing i saw and i it's almost like i asked for it you know i need something better what is out there and by simply just being open-minded to looking um he text i reached out to him mm-hmm. i was like hey hone and i was honest i just need better like can you help me your message is saying it's bold and i told him that i was like help let me help you escape your nine to five i was like you know what, let me see what it's about. Right. You know, I, I can only be open-minded. It's not going to cost me nothing. I, I didn't know it was going to be like a real estate education package, but prior to knowing that, he sent me an address, which was like 45 minutes away in Langhorn. Yeah. I was like, hey, bro, like 45 minutes. <laughs> but then I was local? like, yeah, right. I was like, hey, man, you know, I got to go home to the kids. But you know what? I said, um, I asked for this. I'm not complaining. I'll be there. You know, and it's just like because I asked for this, I kept saying to myself, "You asked for an opportunity, this popped up, commit to it." So mm-hmm. I kept talking to myself and battling myself. You know, as these action-taking moments um, arose. You know, so um, working retail from nine in the morning, getting off at like six, seven. The meeting started at seven, so I left at six, drove straight there, mm-hmm. and you know, I bought the package um, on my birthday. I made a decision, July of 2017. July 3rd, I was like, you know what? I went at like the end of June to the meeting. I said, I'm gonna just do this. It's crazy, it was my, my daughter's same day. Really? Yeah. No way, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. kids. July 3rd, yeah. I hate kids because I'm gonna be honest, guys, I'm emotional, <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel a lot, so it's just, uh, you know, a rough zodiac. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a gift to myself, and I said, what do I have to lose? Um, so I took a leap of faith, in just the community that was there and for me I saw a lot of value Mm -hmm. you know and I said if all else fails you know I wasted 2k lollygagging before you know at least 
I'll have this forever. Mm-hmm. That's how I yes. saw it. I was like, you know what? Um, it's it's nothing you hold either. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. in the cloud because it's a um, education video based right. um, on the internet. So it's like nothing you hold, but it's there. But it was up to me to use it. Yeah. yeah you know. So even after buying it, I'm like, crap. And I didn't even tell my girlfriend at the time that I bought this. <laughs> so um. I had to make it work, you know? I had to really convince her because I did a lot of this behind her back and she didn't even know. Um, you know, she knew I was going to a meeting, but I didn't know it was going to be a pitch either to getting access to things, right? Mm-hmm. So at that moment, um, sitting in the meeting, I sat front row seat, right? So when the meeting began, Hone does not like an introduction of what's going on yeah. and he singles me out. And, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what I mean? Nervous wreck in a room full of professionals. I'm... I'm seeing, and uh, he's like, yeah, Sean, you live paycheck to paycheck. I'm like, bro, like, like, what are you doing? Thanks for putting me on the spot. And I'm sweating, and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And then he was like, I was like, yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like, yeah, so, uh, you know, you want to change and stuff like that? And uh, how old are you? And I was like 30 at the time. And I'm just like, dang, man, I'm so embarrassed, you know? But it was just, it was a pivotal moment to just throw myself out there because, People that are success that do actually want to give value heard me, you know? So I think it was a really good moment that I didn't think at the time of just sharing failures. Um, you would know who's going to be there to actually assist you. There's really good individuals out here that want to give you their resources and help you through your challenges, right? Yeah. So doing that was a really awesome moment for me. And um, I guess the main speaker, Brian Mara, if you guys know of him, mm-hmm. yeah, um, sure. short sales stallion you know a really good uh mentor and friend of me as well as he's doing this you know he's talking about the opportunity and joining the community having education but he kept looking at me like laser focused in my eye about the message of just doing better building assets handing something down to your family and i'm like that he feels me right now you know what i mean i'm feeling him because i felt like immediately the room just was empty and it was just me and him and he i felt his message enough that I said, I believe this community can help me. So I purchased the education that night. I, uh, when I got home, I text home and I said, I need the information now, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, put down my uh, purchase of the education and I went, I went hard on it, you know? Because I really paid for this, I have to use it. And then I did it behind my girlfriend's back too at the time. So I, like, I gotta get results, crap, you know? So <laughs> yeah. no, it was really pressuresome. <laughs> yeah, really, really pressuresome. And, um, it actually made me a better worker when I knew what I wanted in life, you know? And it wasn't necessarily real estate, but I wanted freedom. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get away from this nine to five. I wanted, I figured out my why in that time frame, right? Yeah. Um, so I was like, this is what it is and I need to get it, <laughs> you know? And it made me a better worker in the aspect that when shipment came, it enabled me to be in the back, right? Doing shipment of boots, mm-hmm. checking in. but. By doing so, being in the back and not in the front of the house, I can listen to my education. And I took every opportunity to be productive, to have this education play in the background, just soaking it in. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that reminds me, like when I got started in real estate, um, it, it, I probably shouldn't have uh, done this so much, but I listened to probably like the first 200 episodes of the Bigger Pockets podcast. Okay before I even made my first purchase. So every time I was in the car, I was driving, I was listening to a podcast. Every time I was working out, 
I don't too much anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast. Like, every time, like, because I was an agent at the time when I got started, on a podcast, listening, just so I could learn. Yeah. So I, I definitely understand your feeling yeah, like, so while like, you're working. For sure, like, driving, I was biking into the city, just, even in the gym, just education all day. Like, it was the most amazing thing because the information, it wasn't beating around the bush. I loved it because it's just straight, so straightforward, you know? And I just felt like... Mm-hmm. You don't really get answers like that anymore. But the simple fact they were just giving it to you, I, I was just like, I'm, I'm taking it in. So um, I soaked it all in uh, my first month, just constantly on it. Um, a month and a half still going out, looking at uh, houses, you know, mm-hmm. row homes, not knowing nothing. You know, my first, I remember my first walkthrough. I reach out to a guy on Craigslist and I get in his house not knowing nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> nice. You know, it's like, like, as is, right? I'm like, just playing the folk, you know, just being and what developing myself along the way was still constantly staying in motivational videos. But I was being who I was going to be in the future. Yeah. You know? And uh, just looking at it in my head, I'm like, heck, four walls, floor, nice. You know, not, <laughs> not knowing nothing, but. I knew I had to go through these experiences so that when the time came, um, I was ready, you know? So I looked at it as always live practice. Mm -hmm. You know, even this, this is live practice. You know, I did Nick Tang's uh, real estate uh, first ever Philadelphia Investor Expo. Expo. Yeah, Yeah, I spoke. I first met you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it was so nervousing, but it was live practice. So I look at that as live practice and it only helps, you know? So to, to fast forward 90 days in with the education, um, first 60 days, I, right before I locked up my first wholesale contract, a lot of the mentors came back from this Cancun, Riviera Maya mastermind trip with mm-hmm. the education company. Mm-hmm. It was the same resort I was at twice that year, right? For my 30th and then my girlfriend's 30th. We're same <laughs> year, 86, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, that place is real. It's not like a gimmick, you know? <laughs> I was like, it's a real place. They're not in like a, a set or nothing, you know? Um... So they came back and somebody in the group said, you should be capturing a contract in your first 90 days. And that mm-hmm. set with me, I was like, crap, I'm about to hit 60. So I have like almost a month and a half, let's, let's just say. And I took that challenge on. I was like, if they're really saying this, why can't it happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the 60th day, I got my first contract. Yeah, and it was the picture you guys saw on YouTube, my first uh, yes. one, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I was just going along with what my mentors are saying, because I'm telling them, like, I just got a contract. They're like, here, do this next. Go go to the title company. Do this. Do this, right? So I never had to learn everything. Mm-hmm. But as I got things, I learned the next step, and I went with it. Yeah. And it was, it was really good, because I didn't expect anything. Mm-hmm. But if I did, awesome. Because I was so patient. I was like, if I don't get results, cool. If I... I had realistic expectations. I wanted a rental in the first yeah. year. So- my first deal in the first year, maybe. And because I was... So patient with it when it happened, it was just like so fast, you know. Yeah. So, Sean, let me just uh, cut you off right there for mm-hmm. a second because that's a lot for probably the audience that Jess. Right. But you mentioned something that was very, very critical that I think most people overthink, and that's what causes analysis paralysis. You just quote me if I was wrong. You said that you you know like once you got the contract, your mentors told you, okay, go do this. So then you went to do it. Yeah. Then after that, they told you to do this. So you just went step by step. You mm-hmm. didn't question, okay, 
without even having a contract, what do I do for all the transaction? You just figured it out throughout the, throughout, uh, throughout the steps, correct? Exactly each step. that. Each step, I just went with it. I never questioned nobody. I just did it because I didn't have an expectation. I just thought it was cool to be able to do it. But I told my mentors, let me do it. Just have my back if I mess up. And they were always there. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, I, I believed in it wholly that it was happening, that it would happen. But regardless, just to go through getting a contract signed, running it through title for the first time, learning the process. Yeah. It was just awesome. And I was like, whether I make money or not, just to experience this is a bonus. And I'm only not even 90 days in. Right. You know? yeah. And I was like, dang, awesome. how cool is that? You know? <laughs> So uh, to fast forward, sold it on the 30th day, yeah. ran through a few buyers. Um, and when it became real settlement, I didn't tell none of my family or nothing. And when we were at the settlement table, sent them a picture and it was like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I did it. What is this? <laughs> and I did it. And I, the fruits of my labor, I brought it back and celebrated with the family because uh, I wanted them to believe in the process that this is possible and mainly to let them know that I am going to be doing something different. You may not understand it, yeah. but I got results. Like here it is, you know? And what I make in a month, 2000 as a salary, I five times that with only six hours of work, you know? Yeah, pretty nice. Right, really nice. it blew my mind. But to fast forward now, I'm two and a half years in. Mm -hmm. um, I would say July 3rd, every uh, year on my birthday is my anniversary. Because that's when I woke up every day telling myself, you're a real estate investor. You're a real estate investor. And I did it faithfully. Now, I don't say that. I say I'm a lion. So I, I wake up every, every day and just say that, repeat it to myself, you know. Um, but two and a half years in, presently, um, I'm in a really busy place. Um, yeah. Some of my titles are, I've gotten my real estate license. So I am a licensed agent. Um, shout out to Arch Realty. <laughs> I don't even want that. <laughs> but um, I'm also a uh, post-closer for a title company. You know, um, I'm learning how to process as well. So I find myself educating on what the title is to brand new investors. And I am a, always will be a full-time investor as well. Of course, of course. So uh, I know you mentioned that you're a real estate agent and a title rep now. Mm -hmm. um, what made you decide that? Um, so, you know, there's always challenges as you go through this journey and I had so much good success in the beginning. So my first year, um, probably had like five, six wholesale deals, Nice, right? Um, acquired three, acquired my first duplex, all private money, mm -hmm. got it rented out as soon as I got fired. So I got fired. No, we bought it October 1st. So I raised the private money me and my brother, and October 15th, 2017, I got fired. So immediately, I got it rented out by November 1st, so that was some type of income, Yeah. right? And I didn't have to pay the private money back anytime soon, so it helped balance, you know, my worries a little bit. So I was like, all right, cool, at least I got this. Right after- got a little cushion. Uh, yeah, right, but really, when I got fired, I went to my community of investors to real estate investing class that night, mm -hmm. crying. I was like, oh my God, I got fired. I need that $2,000, you know, <laughs> uh, like 160 like, hours. Ah, they just took it away. Thing. Yeah, so uh, my my mentors pretty much just checked me and said, you made 10000 
go do it again. You know, um, and a pivotal moment in my life was, I haven't done Landmark Forum yet. I'm not gonna get into that, but if you guys don't know what that is, I would suggest, you know, Googling it, but it's a uh, self-education, better yourself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It helps okay. better your relationships and stuff. But I didn't go to that yet, but my one of my mentors, Jason Centeno, he sat down with me and he said, you should sit and talk with your family. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, you have kids, you're dating, um, you know, your girlfriend and her family's probably concerned, so you should tell them what your plans are, right? So this was yeah. the pitch and I practiced it because this helped so much and I learned that this was really a moment that um, him teaching me that changed a lot. So the pitch was, to, I went to multiple uh, family members of my girlfriend because, you know, I want them to know I could take care of her. Yeah. So I went to them and I said, look, I know I just got fired. I'm not against getting another nine to five, but if you guys um, would keep an eye out or an ear out for assisting me, I would love for it to correlate with my ultimate goals of being in real estate, mm-hmm. any type of real estate. If somebody needs their yard raked, I will, I will rake their yard because mm-hmm. it, it will let me to talk to a homeowner. Hey, how much did you get this house for? Oh, you're renting? Well, what's rent like around here? Just mm-hmm. casual convo, anything real estate related that I would be doing pertaining to a house. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, one of my cousins, my girlfriend's cousins heard that spread the word kind of to their immediate family in-laws and i locked up three contracts right right after sold two and seller financed on one yeah (laughs) wow that's that's the that's the power of uh, networking just in general Yeah. yeah so yeah there's one thing we don't really talk about often is actually warm market so Mm -hmm. we we call that in uh so i used to be in uh, finance right as well so in finance, when you start out, it, like your immediate family, friends, is called your warm market. So I think a lot of uh, real estate investors, they don't do anything with their warm market. Right. Either because they're afraid of the people that are around you, they, they kind of doubt you. Right, right? Yeah. At the beginning, mm-hmm. just like yourself, right? Um, they're and scared then, for you to fail. Yeah. 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 So they always go out to the cold market. Mm-hmm. You know, which is people you don't know. Right. You know, so they go out there. And then with that, it, it it's kind of hard for them. Yeah. Right. And to, to you know, talk to, to talk to other people. They get nervous. They get scared. You know, so you did what's supposed to be done, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was really scary. But really, that was the goal. You know what I mean? My family. Yeah. More importantly, and... Um, I grew up not really having that. Mm-hmm. So to actually have my girlfriend's family take me in, mm-hmm. um, it, it was really cool to try to make, um, show people that I could be successful. And at the same time, they really cared for me, you know, yeah. and they want success yeah. for me. So my sister-in-law, Tram, when me and my girlfriend tried to tell her that I was gonna become a real estate investor, <laughs> I, this was like pivotal for me because it motivated me a lot. She said, um, I don't want to hear it. Just show me. Mm-hmm. And that was really enough for me. You know, I was like, okay. I took it as like a really good thing because she's ain't doubting. She didn't say nothing bad. She don't, she just doesn't want to hear it. Just show her. She's about the results. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I always kept that in mind. Like I could hear it as a subconscious, like, don't tell me, just show it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just kept doing that. 
and making a really making my family a believer because I knew if I had their support like possibilities are endless and I think I would say two and a half years in I have their support yeah yeah that's great yeah Yeah. no that that's awesome because that just reminds me like when I got started as well around the same time frame actually my first deal I got locked up I think it was like August 5th or something of uh, 2017 right so um yeah like my warm market most of them didn't believe me so I figured it out and actually found a private lender that was technically like an an associate right. like so it's funny people that don't really know you trust you a lot more and now like my my parents are into it like they have money in some of my deals so yeah <laughs> it changes things a lot you know when you have um people who support and believe you especially family you know yeah yeah so for me it went actually the opposite way um so I, i've done you know a little bit more businesses in the past mm-hmm. so i used to have a uh, a large you know pretty large fairly large business uh back in 2010 and um things didn't go too well with that business so i borrowed a lot of money from families and friends and stuff like that right and that business basically i sold it off to my you know, business partners at that time lost tons of money, right? You know, and then had to work a few years just to pay everybody off. Yeah. You know, so now with this uh, new, so I also started like around the same time that you guys started wow, as awesome, well, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of doing real estate, but right. before that, I was always doing construction things like that mm-hmm. and doing flips for other people. So I already had that kind of knowledge. Right. You know, whereas you guys didn't have that kind of knowledge, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the knowledge of the transaction. Right. Okay. So really, that was the difference. But so now going into it, it, it's it's a little difficult for me to go back to these people and say, hey, um, I'm now doing this many deals, right? And they've all been fairly successful, you know, because of what happened in the past. Yeah. You know, so I still don't fully have the the family support right right you know are you getting close would you say um kind of kind of you That's know pretty but cool. i still need some more right mm-hmm. um going into the holidays <laughs> you know i never really get to enjoy them when i was in retail yeah. and i was thinking this morning like dang i can't wait for thanksgiving i get to go out black friday if i wanted to which mm-hmm. i don't like to um retail shop anyway you know because yeah. i've been in it for so long but just to be able to have that, right? So I, when I first found out my why of just constantly asking myself, like, why are you here, you know? Yeah. Um, I, my why was to be able to spend time with family all the time, mm-hmm. you know? And I got that really fast. And I was like, dang, man, they're, they're annoying. <laughs> I, I like to really be around family all the time can kind of get irritating, you know? <laughs> yeah. But um, I was like, when, my mouth shut. right, when you get it, so, but when you get it, your why only develops, right? So it's just like, hey, a lot of stuff that I achieved, I kept getting it. But then uh, it made me tweak. I was like, what is it now? Well, why am What's I, the next goal? Yeah, well, right? why am I continuously going? And then um, it was to be a full-time father. You know, I found it and it still sticks today. I was like, I love it. You know what I mean? To be able to yeah. pick up the kids, play with them, just be there for them at, at my leisure is what keeps me going, you know? And I keep nice. that really close to me. Yeah, so. no, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I know one of my whys is just so I, uh, so I can be able to travel, like, yeah. with uh, my girlfriend. 
like next week we're actually going to uh japan for three weeks oh nice like yeah 24 days yeah my assistant actually in the background he's like he's gonna kill himself <laughs> it's a big learning curve for him right <laughs> but um you know overall like with without like everything that i've been doing in real estate I wouldn't have been able to do that. You know, no nine to five is yeah. going to say, oh yeah, you know, you could take 24 days off. Right. Like, go, go yeah. take, you know. And go have bet, fun. Yeah, better yet, because this is technically my second trip this year. Because right. I was in Brazil in like February, March for like three weeks as well. Right. So no, no company in their right mind is going to give you all that time off unless it's like Facebook or Google yeah, or something. Yeah. Unless so, you own the company. Right, yeah, right. that too. <laughs> yeah, they, they won because of, uh, you know, other employees trying to just make it fair. So I get it. Because we had blackout periods in retail, you know, holidays, nothing. Oof. So. That's rough. Yeah. So going forward, what what are you doing? What, what are your plans going forward? What, what are the... So I meant, um, I had so much success, you know, in my first year and a half. I acquired a total of, you know, my duplex, that's two doors, the seller finance, I got another seller finance, and then I acquired this one, so I was like, wow, I got like six doors in mm -hmm. like a year and a half, not even, you know? Yeah. And um, to be honest, I didn't know how it happened. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. It was magic, yeah. in my opinion. So, you know, to, to just realize it and then have my momentum kind of slow down, I had a few of my mentors kind of ask how you're going to top that mm -hmm. what are you gonna do so november of 2018 i started out as a title um post closer yeah. for uh, my title agent at the time who helped me with all of my deals heidi becker you know mm -hmm. she went from passport mm -hmm. to american d transfer to now acro settlement company and i wasn't working for her during passport but i joined when american d popped up and I, I love her for the opportunity that she gave me. I'm still currently with her. But having that avenue, right? I was only working part-time still because I still wanted time to do my business of investing. Yeah, I felt like course. if I dedicated all that, it would bring me back into that nine-to-five mentality, mm -hmm. right? Which ain't wrong because I would have still been doing my business. And mm -hmm. it was really important because a message that my one of my mentors says is mind your own business. And when he first said that to me, I was like... What do you mean? Like, <laughs> like, you don't want to let me in? You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt offended. But then when you really say it, it's mind your own business. So I always made sure I minded my own business. You know, so going into title, I started to see, um, you know, working and having things to, to learn was really pressuresome. But uh, I learned being under pressure is always really good because I came out of everything stronger, you know, mm -hmm. whether... I lose or win. I develop regardless. So I learned to really just stay under pressure, you know. Mm -hmm. I really learned to stay under pressure with anything real estate because I, I only came out stronger. But it really slowed down my investing momentum. Yeah. I kind of got comfortable, I would say, because I, I ended up having like an hourly two-week paycheck. Kind of guaranteed. So kind of like... You had a fallback. Yeah, I had a little bit of a slowness to it because I got a little comfortable. And then everything that happened in the beginning, it was like magic. I didn't know how it happened. So a good friend and mentor of mine said something to me when I first got my first wholesale deal. He was there to experience it. And that's how I got the name 
Radiant, you know, I just changed my Facebook name to Sean Radiant Son because that's what he felt from me. But he told me then to focus on wholesaling. Just focus on it. Be really good at it. Uh-huh. I didn't listen. I went and did everything, you know, rental. <laughs> I got into a flip, um, you know, whole, I just did everything that because I didn't master one thing when it all stopped. Um, pressure from other men, how you going to outdo yourself, how you going to grow. Mm-hmm. I have people from the community coming up to me for motivation and trying to help them get to where I'm at. And it's yeah. just like a lot of pressure, you know? Yeah. And I slowed down. I sat with myself just asking myself that for a few months. Um, sitting and saying, hey, I have rentals, but I don't have money. I didn't have mm-hmm. really uh, goals, you know? I, I got everything really fast. So it's just like I didn't know how to really scale that in a sense or even be able to replicate it yeah because it was so magical literally i couldn't replicate it and i was like dang you know but then my mindset was like at least i got title so i got even more comfortable and you know this is uh you you asked me earlier i'm on my channel do i share anything yeah I, i would say all my challenges is daily i battle myself daily you know to wake up and believe in myself because so many people do you know and it's just like that that everyday battle you know but that same mentor that gave me advice came back two years later and was like so how was it and i'm like what do you mean he's like well how are you having fun i let you i didn't want to be repetitive in your ear i wanted you to go out and do what you do and have fun go experience it and i was like i'm broke (laughs) i was like i have fun but i'm broke and then scenarios he put scenario real life scenarios in your head uh, for me, like, well, what are you going to do when your, your girlfriend leaves you because you can't marry her? You know, what are you going to do when you can't provide for her? Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this time, he's saying it like, you know, what I mean, you're kind of like, whatever, you know. And then uh, it's you go home and it sits with you like, hey, what, what if it does happen? Just because he said it, I started to really sit with myself and play that scenario. What if that happened tomorrow? How would I feel? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? devastated like crap yeah what if she and, they, and it's a real possibility like Absolutely. what if she came to me and like look i want to get married you can't do that i want a family and a new house you can't do that i want to i want this you can't provide it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's almost like what can i say you know what i mean it sparked something so strong in me and i started to go back into title work my um acro sediments with intention to really soak in what i'm doing you know, before I learned the process, but I was learning the process because it was a job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but now when I went back in, right, after he's saying this to me and kind of asking me questions, what's your intentions? I made a vision board, gave me mm-hmm. clear vision of what I wanted in life, you know, mm-hmm. um, look at it every day. And I go in there with intention to really soak in and do what I need to do. Right. So I went in okay. honing in on, you know understanding title huds deeds like i'm here i'm in a good position like title you know it's it's really advantageous Mm -hmm. right so you did something with that yeah i really did and i was like that i wasn't doing nothing before i thought i was doing something learning i was just learning the process on doing an action i wasn't learning it you know and it was a big difference because when i i woke up and i went back in with intention it changed everything. The paperwork looked different. I started educating people because it, I got it, you know? And it's a big mm-hmm. difference from when you get it and when you're just seeing it. 
you know, because I realized a lot of my immediate investors, even some of my mentors didn't get it, the the paperwork and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, wow, I'm communicating with lenders mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on title policy. I'm communicating with A1 investors who's closing here. Yeah. yeah. I'm communicating with real estate agents mm-hmm. and how they operate. You're and building so many networks just from so that many. Alone. Right. I'm learning how they email each other, the the way you compose emails and, and carry yourself and stuff like that. And yeah. the lingo is starting to click to me like without even reading a book. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, lender title yeah. like straight up experience, like lender title policy. And and as Heidi is challenging me to just get it, like the way she teaches is um it's so many examples. Right. You almost like she could teach you if you take good notes, reteach yourself. It should be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it was really that possible because um I wanted to challenge myself too on what was available to me without always bugging her because I know yeah. she's as busy. You know, mm-hmm. running a title company. Sure. And a lot of investors, agents, lenders, they think that we're just dealing with one file, but it's like hundreds of files. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm learning, I'm going back in there learning who is who. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm leaving no stone unturned. Like, Jonathan, if you came in, hey, how you doing, Jonathan? My name is Sean. <laughs> Literally, just introducing myself, being of value mm-hmm. uh, and of service to, uh, to everybody. And I learned that, um, you know, I can connect a lot of dots to make things happen yeah. because I realized when I started to really focus, it takes so much to get the settlement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yes. so many moving parts to have like a lot of people agree on paperwork and numbers. Yeah. So yeah. I'm learning how to actually communicate that with so many parties, connecting the dots, and I honed it into like, I'm a concierge for, concierge, am I saying it right? Yeah. But yeah, for, for title service, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to make mm-hmm. it as smooth as possible for everybody you know and yeah and it really honed my skills as well to to reiterate and educate along the way because it's really all all that education so yeah definitely so um with that right um you're so right now you're you're doing wholesaling i'm focusing now on just wholesaling okay so and it's it's because of that title experience you're able to kind of put everything together. Exactly. Right. So I, I literally um, control everything. And I even tell other investors, because now I, I learned how to connect so well, you know, with the help of my mentor, mm-hmm. which I don't want to disclose yet. Yes. Reason why is because we haven't gotten a lot of results. So what is the point of saying, oh, yeah, he's my mentor. For what? We didn't even do nothing yet. So <laughs> there will be a time where I disclose who it is because he's yeah. really helped me develop this line mentality. And in these past four, four or five months, I'm like a whole new person, you know? And I'm just doing things a lot different where mm-hmm. I'm, I'm of value now, I'm a service, and I'm not thinking about getting a check or nothing. And within that time frame of my mind sh- set shifting to this line mentality, I'm telling her about my line, you know? Um, I'm not even jealous no more of people's success because being entitled, I was able to see a lot of my friends' clothes like left and right, and I'm like, I went through the motion when I I, I was having slow momentum. I'm like, dang, why why ain't I getting nothing? Mm-hmm. What am I doing? At mm-hmm. least I got title, you know what I mean? I'm, at least I'm chilling here. At least I get to, you know what I mean, hang around the professionals. That's how I I justified, you know, my feelings. Sure. Yeah. Right. It's funny, like, uh, you mentioned that because, like, whenever I see any of my other friends or, like, 
for example, like Joey closed the deal. It's like, I'm really happy for him. And then it's like, okay, that motivates me. I got to find another deal. Yeah. So it's like, I'm the polar opposite. Like if we're not partnered on a deal already. Right, right. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I got to that like recently where jealousy ain't even there. I can see success and I feed off of it. Like, give me some energy. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just a, an amazing feeling to wake up every day so energized, so ready to connect, know that I can bring a lot of parties together to work together, have it be fun, you know? Because a lot of people, um, from my own experience, me, 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 you know? I'm sure you guys can kind of relate. Yeah. And I let everybody kind of wants to win on their own. I think that's, in real estate, if you win together as a team to make it work, it changes the experience. Mm -hmm. And yeah. literally, I'm having nothing but fun. Yeah, no, like, I'm you bring up a great point because I've told people like it even if they're getting started you know hit me up like for any question no yeah. questions really a dumb question because at the end of the day if you get started and you become successful maybe like t five years down the road you come to me like hey Jonathan you know I have this 40 unit I'm trying to tackle in Philadelphia right. or something uh, I need some help like I may be doing that already or I you know like I could help figure it out with you Right, yeah, right. You, yeah. Never, yeah. you never know. You never know. You never know. Right. Exactly. Right. So yeah. even when I got my real estate license, I'm getting emails flooded of brokers asking me for interviews. I still get it. And I'm just emailing them back, yeah. you know, just having casual conversation. Never met the broker. Never went. But because we just, I just respond. I will respond to anything, you know, and mm -hmm. then that's that leaving no stone unturned. Like I just touch base with everybody and enjoy the experience, you know. Yeah. So I'm sorry. We're kind of up against the clock here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so what, what are some ways that people can reach you on social media? So um, when I first became a, a real estate investor, entrepreneur, I deleted Instagram. It was too much of a distraction. Mm -hmm. And um, I deleted it and just kind of developed back on Facebook because yeah. I noticed that you can kind of feed yourself what you want. So for Instagram, you know, when you look at cars, you'll start mm -hmm. getting feeds of cars. Yeah. Yes. So... I learned I wasn't on Facebook for so many years because of Instagram, two, three years, that I can fine-tune my Facebook to feed me better things than distractions. So I started to really watch what I, I see, you know, so I started to feed me a lot of motivation stuff. Mm -hmm. And my Facebook page is now Sean Radiant Sun. That's where um, I'm most active. Okay. Um, S-E-A-N. Mm -hmm. And my last name, S-O-N, and Radiant, you know. Yeah, is there? Mm -hmm. And you're also on. Um, you you guys have a uh, small podcast series, not podcast, a YouTube series. Yeah. On, so uh, YouTube. What, yeah. What, what's that channel called? Nine Two Five Investment Group. It's me and my uh, partner's channel. Mm -hmm. And when we did it, it was just for fun. We said that hey, we're gonna be great. We're gonna <laughs> do this, you know. So we reached out to a good friend of ours, JL Jupiter. He has a a really huge following for his um, foodie channel. You know. Mm -hmm. But um, we've reached out to him for his professionalism to kind of follow us and believe in us. Mm -hmm. And the idea wasn't to kind of like showboat or anything, but it was really just for me and my, my partner to enjoy because mm -hmm. we wanted to capture the memory for us. And it yeah. wasn't for nobody else, but to just have fun and capture the moments for us. And we just parked up our videos on YouTube as we kept making it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so 925 Investment Group for that. I do have an Instagram as well, but again, I'm not so active. I'll hop in every now and then, mm -hmm. but it's too much of a distraction for me. So I don't use mm -hmm. it like that. Um, but it's Sean.RealEstate. And a lot of it is 
my uh, eight months in the past that I've been using it before I deleted it again. Mm -hmm. But prior to that is really who I was prior to becoming a real estate investor. So you get a little glimpse of who I was then, my likes and stuff like that, to who Mm -hmm. I am now. And how you've changed and developed the transition. Yeah, yeah, really, really big, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Sean, thank you. Joey, thank you so much. Jonathan. Guys, thank you for coming. I really appreciate it a lot. Thank you for having us. Take care, everyone.